How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Spotlight Effect. I'm John. And this is Mike. And today we are going to talk about heavy petting. No, heavy I'm just petting. kidding. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm sorry. he's doing just, that right now. No, I just love, you know, it's the way I touch the, I like rubbing the table, you know. Like oh, yeah. He's, your table's so smooth and it's like, it looks expensive and. It, it's a know. fucking mouse pad, dude. <laughs> That's so, a big ass mouse pad, bro. I can make hibachi on it. It's a fucking. It's a gaming mouse pad. I know, dude. It's serious. I mean, there's how, a story wait, wait, behind wait, wait, this. Wait, hold on. This is a gaming fucking mouse pad. That is gaming mouse pad, bro. This thing is like the size of my fucking coffee table. Like, I what know. the fuck? <laughs> Stop going to Price Busters to get all your cheap ass shit. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Trying to keep it in a budget, bro. Keep it under twenty bucks or less for a, for a coffee table. <laughs> Shit's just made out of plywood. So how's everybody doing out there, man? Uh, we, uh, we've we had some definitely good uh, positive feedback from the last couple episodes. If you want to call it that. I know. We've had some good. I mean, it's been it's been good. It's been real. It's been raw. It's been... Uh, Six kids, man. You're you used know? to doing things raw, my man. Uh, bro, don't do that to me, bro. Six I'm kids. I'm fixed now. My shit's fucking knotted and Dude, you will bro. be that one person. You're going to be that .01% that, like, it didn't take... <laughs> <laughs> nah, I've definitely, I've definitely took care of my business the last couple of years, and there ain't no kids anywhere that I know of that I have anywhere. But yeah, some um, little shit's gonna come up like my Michael Paging the third. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's funny as shit. Come on, man. I got enough. I don't want point no zero one percent, man. It didn't take, man. Watch <laughs> that one little sperm, oh, that shit. little engine that could is gonna be like. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. And then get to the ovary. Yeah, come on, man! You gonna do this to me already? <laughs> Fuck, man! We got to we got to figure out something to talk about. I know, dude. right? No, I want to. Uh, I want to talk about. Uh, you got real serious all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. This is some serious stuff. All um, right, I'm gonna let you go ahead and take over the mic, Mike. I've been getting uh, some serious feedback um, from some females that have listened to um, the podcast. Uh, Let's clarify. It's not just females. Okay. It's females that you were involved uh, that, with it, romantically, either, yeah, or are and, involved with romantically and interacted with, and you know that kind of thing. And uh, it looks like the, some people might have had their their feelings hurt, like their, you know, I, I mean, it, it, it's a hard road for me, and I, uh, I made a lot of mistakes. I hurt a lot of people, and. You know, especially like after going through what I went with my ex fiance, um, you know, I was trying to fill that void, man. You know, I was I was trying to, you know, find somebody or something out there to kind of make me feel good and try to feel, you know, to fill that void, you know, from what I lost from my ex fiance. Um, and I drug quite a few people through my shit. Like pretty badly, and I, literally, not I mean, <laughs> metaphorically, not literally. And I really feel bad, man. I really do. You know, I'd love to mention the names, but we're not doing that kind of thing here. But you know who you are if you're listening. Um, you know, I, I've, I am truly, you know, apologize about everything. But you know, I mean, it, it was uncalled for. Absolutely, I made, I brought you into my thing. You know, my shit. Well, we'll call it my shit. We're not going to call it my thing. We'll call it my shit. Now, are we still involving? Pen. I'm sorry. In this conversation included is the girl that you were seeing for eight months, or are we talking about everybody after that point? Well, the one I've seen for eight months, 
I still see periodically. Um, but it's not on a relationship level. Yeah, it's fucking. It's, yeah, it's just straight up. Straight fucking, up sex. Yeah, that's what it's it is. booty call. Yeah, pretty much. You're the booty call. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that kind of thing. I, I mean, I had a lot of feelings for her. I, I developed a lot of feelings for her, you know, after me and my ex-fiance split. And, you know, I became close with her and her child. And, you know, things got broken off. You know, I, I'm sure I talked about it in one of the other episodes. You that, talked about it last last one. Actually. Was it the last one? Yeah. Okay. I know there's a lot of them, man. I'm trying to remember. I talk a lot. So. There's four. Yeah, but that's a lot. I mean, that's hours of talking. That's that's about five hours of talking, man. <laughs> that's a lot of it's talking, so though. Many. When you think when you think about it, though, it's a lot. But, um, you know, I, I I became close with that person too, and we built a relationship, and it fell apart. And you know, the reason for the relationship falling apart was because I have too much baggage. Um, I have six kids. I'm sure you guys all know that now. Um, three or, you know, older that he knows of three or come on, man, (laughs) three or younger. And, you know, I play that part. I'm a dad. I love being a dad. It's I'm a dad first before anything, before anyone, before anything. That's my number one. You know, I think that's probably the main thing that keeps me like kind of on the straight and narrow. You know what I'm saying? Like it keeps me from doing dumb shit because I have dumb thoughts. You know what I mean? I've done some dumb shit and, you know, I think I try to think about them first before I do anything. You know what I mean? So I think I figured something out right now. What? How old are you? 44. You're 44. Between your fiance, your ex, ex-fiance, your ex-wife and the girl that was eight months. How long were you in a relationship total? On average, you can round up. Uh, it was probably about 22 years. 23 years. Okay, 23, we'll say 23 years. Yeah. So you're 44. Yeah. What's 44 minus 23? 21. 21. You are actively in the mindset of a 21-year-old in terms of relationships. Right now? Yeah. In terms of how experienced you are. Yeah. So the... Everything was rushed. I mean, the first two, definitely. I mean, because... Well, we I mean, you knocked kids them up together. and you had yeah, to go up yeah. there and, oh, yeah, and, it was and quick. be an adult. Yeah, it was, and, yeah. And hats off to you, man, because there are people that still don't do that. Yeah. I there mean, is, they just leave. They bounce. I mean, how many kids are out there that don't know their father? My kids all know who I am. I was I'm present talk- in all yeah. their lives. You know what I mean? I was talking to a female recently, uh, romantically, and she has two kids. Uh, both fathers are not in the picture, but... I, I, so she's got two baby daddies? Two babies' daddies. One of them passed away. Oh, and then the other one doesn't want anything to do with the kid. Damn. But she's she's a little entitled, and I don't think she really understands that when you have kids, that's your choice in the matter. She fully acknowledged the fact that they were both conceived while not using protection. Mm-hmm. However, she feels entitled to help. Like people need to help her because she has two kids. Wow. But she never takes responsibility, or at least I feel like she doesn't take responsibility for laying on her back. Yeah. Okay. But at least you take responsibility for sticking it in. Yeah. And sticking around. Yeah. I mean, I always have. I've never. 
Well, absolutely. I, I, can't, I, I mean, there's a lot of guys out there. No, no, no. I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I there's a lot of there's a lot of guys out there. And there's a lot of girls that I talk to. You know what I mean? That have kids. I mean, everybody's got kids. I mean, pretty much everybody's got kids nowadays. You know, by the time you're 21, it's usually nowadays you got one. You know what I mean? 21 to 23, somewhere around there. But uh, you know, most of them don't stick around. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I you're do. there. I have been. You're and there. I have been since my son. My son is 22. He'll be 23 years old this year. I mean, and my youngest is two. He'll be three this year. And I've been there for every single one of them. I caught every single one of them. Cut every fucking umbilical cord. Everything. Like I was dedicated when it came to them. You Did know you eat I mean? the placenta? No. That shit is nasty looking. It looks like a fucking ribeye steak. It's disgusting. Wait a minute, hold on. Ribeye steaks look pretty no, fucking good. No, I'm like, when they pulled that shit out, I thought it was another fucking kid, bro. I was like, what the fuck is that? And then it turned out to be Eliza. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, come on, man. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> That's funny. But uh yeah, you know, getting back to the to you know what we were talking about was uh you know, me me dragging people through my shit and and you know, there's a lot of people I met and a lot of people I went out with and went on dates with and I've, you know, interacted with, had sex with, had, you know, I was with more, I was with more women in the last two years than I was in my whole life, probably double. Well, you're also operating, you like I said, saying? from a 21 year yeah. old experience. I know, I know. And that's the typical 21 year old experiences. Yeah, I know. And I'm not, pr- I'm not saying that I'm proud of that because I'm, I'm not. Yeah, absolutely. You never but, actively acted like you were proud of any of that. No. But like, I just, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'll be honest with you, you know, ladies and gents, like, I, I, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. You know what I'm saying? It's like I was trying to fill a void. I was trying to fill that hole, trying to fill something. You know what I mean? Like, see, it, 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 it's lonely, it, you know, and I, I've been lonely. And, you know, I, you know, that's the first thing I think of, you know, when I go through a breakup, you know, I, I did it with, you know, my ex-wife. When me and my ex-wife broke up, boom, I, I ran to my ex-fiance, you know, no healing process, no nothing. And then, you know, when me and her broke up, I ran to my ex-girlfriend, you know, it was like there was no healing process, you know, like you I'm were so bad grieving. Yeah. You were grieving. Yeah. And that's what that was. I was rebounding also. Which... You were rebounding. You're, I'm sorry. Right now, during the, the time period where you were with all those girls, you were grieving the loss of your relationship in your own way. But you were also running from it like you were you weren't really confronting it head on. Mm-hmm. You hid your sadness Behind the veil of, I found another girl to be with. Yep. I agree. When you and your ex-wife I absolutely agree. broke things off, I went to my ex-fiance. You didn't grieve. You didn't take time to nope. figure out, why am I sad? How can I fix that? And how can I stop that from happening? Mm-hmm. I just went and, yep, I'll take her. Boom. Put her in the slot. Done. Exactly. That's what I did. And it must have felt good because, okay, your ex-wife, gorgeous. Yeah. Your ex-fiance, gorgeous. So yeah. you didn't. And I hate to say this because most people will probably disagree with me. Mm-hmm. But when you have an ex that's beautiful, you go into someone that is just as beautiful, if not more beautiful, makes you feel like you took a step up. Like Absolutely. You, like you upgraded. Like you get, yeah, like almost like you got the one up. Yeah. You know what like, I'm saying? Like, all right, you, fuck you. 
you know, look what I traded you in for. Look what you left me for. Look what I got now. Exactly. Kind of oh, yeah. I absolutely agree with you on that. I absolutely, and I, I, I found myself doing that kind of thing, like, you know, with the breakups and stuff and, you know, trying to, trying to find, you know, like, you know, I, I did a lot of comparing, bro. It was bad. Like, it was bad. I still do it. I mean, honestly, I, I still do. You know, I'm I'm almost fresh two years out of, you know, with the ex-fiance breakup. You know what I mean? The ex-girlfriend, yeah, we were together eight months. We were starting something. But I, I didn't have those feelings like I had for the other two. You understand what I'm saying? It wasn't there. And I think because for I your was... Your ex-girlfriend? Yes. The one okay. I was with for eight Just months. Just clarifying. Yeah, yeah. No, it, I mean... I think it, you know, it's, it's part of the healing process. You know what I'm saying? Like, like getting, you know, to that point, you know, but I had interest in her and, you know, and I liked her. I think she's a really cool person. Like I like things about her, you know what I mean? So my theory on that is you weren't into her or, you know, you weren't feeling it as much as you should because she actively rejected your two youngest kids. Uh, yeah, you could say, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, and, you could say that. And like you said, that's you a fucking are, nail in the coffin. But yeah, you literally you just said that. maybe yeah. like five minutes beforehand, you put yourself as a father first. Yeah. So for her to reject your spawn, yeah. it, your kids. Yeah. My sperm bubbles. Your sperm. <laughs> the little mini me's that came out yeah. of my nutsack. That, yeah. That baby mayonnaise. For, for her to reject your kids in a manner that was done, in my in my opinion, in a very insidious way, where she was being very sneaky about it, I felt like she was being sneaky about it, and she wasn't being upfront about it. Um, we had a couple conversations about that beforehand. Um, one of our mutual friends saw it too, and he said something about it to me too. And he's mm-hmm. somebody that doesn't really say anything bad about anybody. Mm-hmm. Especially someone he doesn't really know, but he heard the situation on what was going on. I remember you told me this. I forgot who it was, but I think I know who you're talking about. Chris. Okay. Yeah, Chris. I got you. Now I know. I remember what you're talking about. And I even got you. he pointed it out. Yeah. And I was too blind. I wasn't paying attention. Well, you, you guys were also, seen it. Yeah. You were also hurting, so yeah. you turned a blind eye to the things that you didn't want to see for your short-term happiness. Yeah. You didn't think long-term. Eight right. months is still a drop in a in a bucket compared, compared to seven to, years, compared 15 to what, fifteen years. Yeah, drop in a bucket. Yeah, absolutely. And the amount of times you guys were seeing each other each week, you know, it's not the same as seeing somebody every single day. Every single day, yeah, yeah. We were like every other day, something like that. Yeah, but you were grieving. Yeah, you're I grieving was. now. Yeah, and you're getting that shit out. Yeah. I'm I'm de- I'm definitely telling you I'm fe- I've been feeling better lately man but Oh yeah. You know for me for me to heal for me to get to that next point like of you know you know and it's the same thing I talked to about my therapist you know like I'm going to hurt people and I don't mean to you know what I mean I don't mean to hurt people and you know it, it it's it's part of the process, you know what I mean? It, it, it's part of me, you know, getting myself better. And I'm, it, it's not intentional, you know what I mean? Because I've interacted with several different women and, you know, we were on that level of like kind of, you know, talking, seeing each other kind of thing. And then I just, 
I don't know what happened, man. Like I, you know, and, and some of these, you know, women that I dealt with, you know, are great people. They, you know, they're, they're, you know, they have good hearts, you know, everybody has a past, everybody has shit they go through, everybody has their, you know, their ups, their downs, that kind of stuff, but, you know, I never meant to, to hurt anyone, you know what I'm saying, any of these women or anything, or drag them through my shit, you know what I mean, and that's, you know, one of the things why I'm on here talking about this today, because, you know, it, it's kind of like a big apology, but, you know, I also did explain a lot of times that I was laying down a road. I wanted to see where things would go. I don't want to get too serious. Like, you know, there's, you know, there, there's things I've been through. There's certain things I need to take my time. I need to see if this is going to work, if, if this is where we're going to be. I need to see how situations are and how we react in situations. You know what I mean? And that, And that's one of the reasons why I kind of, you know, everything kind of, hit the fucking floor because it didn't, it didn't work out. I seen something, I pulled something out, one tiny thing and boom, I was like, you know what? I don't like that. I don't want to, you know, this is a, not a person I want to be with. You know what I'm saying? And it lands up breaking hearts. It lands up hurting people and stuff like that, you know, cause I was intimate with a lot of these women, you know, I'm going to play devil's advocate and something Mike already knows about me. I never take sides. Yeah. I listen to both. Yeah. Both perspectives, I've met the majority of women that you have. Probably ninety nine percent of them. How to be nine? Yeah, maybe a hundred. Maybe maybe a hundred. Maybe a hundred. Yeah. So I think whenever somebody tells me their side of the story or any side of the story, I listen to what they say, and I knock about thirty percent off of it in terms of. If somebody said, I was the most great boyfriend in the world, I'd knock about 30% off of that, and that's probably where you were. Mm -hmm. If somebody says, oh, my ex was a complete bitch or an asshole, I'd knock about 30% off of that, and that's usually where Mm -hmm. they lay. There's two sides of every story, bro. We all know that. Now, there is no Mm -hmm. nice way to say this, so I'm just going to say it. Okay. The women that you go after are a specific demographic. You choose, well, let me rewind. The image that you put out with your tattoos, with your cars, with the pictures you take, make women of a certain type the way I approach dress. you. The way I dress? But to that's, to I'm an extent. I'm, to I'm an extent. To an extent. I'm not going to okay. say that it's all that. Okay. It's the total package. It's okay. not one element. Okay. Like if you, if I dress like that, but still everything was the same, it would be different because you have, it's all the elements, all the factors, all the ingredients that you're cooking together and then you're getting a certain outcome out of it. I got you. You're making a product. Now, these women that you're attracting, because you do have that avoidant attachment style, usually have that anxious attachment style. So when you say things like, I want to fill things out, I'm talking to a whole bunch of people, that whole spiel. They hear it as, well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. You could be the one. Maybe you could be the one. one. Right, right, right. It's like the glimmer of hope. Yeah, that glimmer of hope. I get it. And people like that, no matter how small of, of of a chance you give them, 
they're going to take that small chance and they're going to blow it up to like, it's almost a definite possibility. And don't get me wrong. And again, here's a part I'm going to say. The people that you have people involved, while they may be nice and may, they may be sweet, they are of low value. And what I mean by low value is they don't value themselves. They don't value the place they have in life right now. What they hope to attain with you isn't something of tangibility. Like it's, they're, they're wanting you for the sake of wanting you. They're not wanting you to start a relationship with. They're not wanting you because they see you as marriage material. They don't want you because they could potentially see you as a future father of their kids. They want I mean, that's you. That's not gonna happen. But yeah, well, I mean, yeah. if you decide to get fixed, yeah. And when you talked about that, if I'm you already, met a girl, I mean, I'm fixed. Oh yeah, like yeah, unfixed. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, unfixed. Right. Okay. That is something that they may want. When you say that you don't want that, a woman that is high value will say, "Okay, no problem. That's not what I want." We can still be friends. Let's move forward past this. Let's, let's be in each other's life. Let's stay cool. But I'm going to go look for somebody that has the same values as mine. Mm-hmm. But they don't do that. They say, well, I'm going to stick around. I'm going to keep chasing him. I'm going to keep trying to push myself on them. What I have seen is a trend with all these women. You say no. They keep pursuing you. You say no, they pursue you harder. You say no, they go overboard. Yeah. So you can have and you can forgive. You can have forgiveness in your heart mm-hmm. and you can, you know, um, want to genuinely be forgiven for the bad things you do, but it isn't all 100% on you. Right. As in every sort of situation or bad relationship well, it or takes bad two. circumstances. It definitely takes two for anything. You meet in the middle. Right. Because if there was just me, then it would be nothing. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so if they I, t- I get that. And I, if, they I had taken that. You at vase, if they had taken you at face value on what you said and took it as the gospel, they would have never progressed any further than that point. But they ignored it. And yeah. that's on them. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm guilty too. I mean, like I said, with the the. Oh, know. I was getting to that. Okay, go ahead. I, I won't cut you off there. On go the ahead. same, on the same, same point on the other side. I've seen what you said to some of these women. Yeah, it was shown to me in text. Yeah, and you do lead them on. I do. You can't, on one hand, say, "Well, I don't want anything serious, and I'm going to date all these girls, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that," and then on the other hand, say, "I miss you." Come over and sleep in my bed. Yeah. I really want to cuddle with you tonight. Shit like that. Yeah, you're right. I'm, because I'm that's mixed that. signals. You yeah, can, absolutely. You can have one or the other. Yeah. You can't have, have both. both. Right, because then it, you get what I have now. Exactly. Explosions. You hurt people yeah. and, you, and you, you're trying to make amends. I'm really trying, bro. I'm really trying to fix everything. It's difficult. It's, it's a process. It's a process. You know, I, I mean, I know this, I, I, I'll be honest with you. Like I was thinking today, I was like, oh, you know, what am I going to, you know, talk about on the podcast? It, Cause you know, I always brainstorm, you know, cause I take the day off and, you know, I want to, 
you know, kind of clear my head, see what's going on. Because, you know, when we do these podcasts, it's kind of like what I've been through for the week, what's going on, what I've been through, you know, who I've been talking to. It's therapy. That kind of, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, same thing. And I, I talk to my therapist, you know, in the morning, um, on, you know, Wednesdays, every couple of Wednesdays. And, you know, I happened to talk to her this morning. And I was sitting there thinking, and it's funny because we were talking and like, you know, she's very, she loves the fact that I have the podcast. Like she's in really? love with it. That's she's awesome. in love with it. She's in love with it. She's like, you're, you know, she was like, you're such a smart guy. You have a good heart. You're very caring, you know, you know, and I, and I tell her, you know, that, you know, I make these mistakes and I do these things and, you know. She, you know, she tells me the same thing, you know, it's part of the healing process and what I'm doing, you know, and I, and I explained to her, I feel bad, you know, because I'm always bringing, you know, I, 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 it's not fair, man. It's not, you feel like you're bringing people into your shit yeah, in my playpen and I'm fucking drowning them and it's, it's not fair because I don't want to be like that. I, I'm the kind of guy where like. You know what I mean? I have a great personality. I know I have a great personality. I can talk to anybody, no matter what. I mean, I'm that type of dude. I I agree. I don't come off aggressive. I don't come off crazy and all that shit. Like, I love to talk to people. I love meeting new people. I love going out. I, I, I have that personality. You know what I mean? And I enjoy that. And I don't want to lose any of these people that I've dragged through the mud. And unfortunately, I mean, I'm sure it's probably going to happen, you know? Like lose one here or there, that kind of thing. But I, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to wipe the slate. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, like things that I've done in the last two years, if I'd known you or if we had some kind of interaction or intimacy or date or, you know, any kind of thing where I led you on that kind of thing, like I would completely fucking wipe it and ignore it because I was not who I am right now sitting at this microphone talking. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm healing now. I wasn't healing then. You know what I mean? I wasn't healing at all, bro. I was hurting motherfuckers. That's what I was fucking doing. You know what I'm saying? And it's not fair to anybody. Like, that's just how I feel. You know what I mean? Like, genuinely, like, that shit, it makes me feel bad, bro. For real. Like, it makes me feel bad that I hurt people because I'm not, I'm not that type of dude. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that type of person. It's that I'm so fucked up. And, you know, I've dealt with so much shit, like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how not to do that, how to do things the right, because I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not used to, you know, doing that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not used to doing it right. Like, I've, I've, I've never figured things out. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I jump relationship to relationship to relationship. That's all I fucking know. You know what I'm saying? The first two, I impregnate. Oh, you want to leave me? Boom, pregnate. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that kind of shit. Like, you know, like you can't fucking do that, bro. That's not the way things work in the world. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to be a genuine, you know, good person. I don't want to hurt people. I don't want to drag people in my shit. You know what I mean? I want people to come to me. I want to be able to go to people. You know what I mean? And not have, you know, people hating on me and shit like that. Because, you know, that shit bothers me. It does. It does. And what I'm doing here is therapeutic. And I'm, I'm, I'm not doing it to nail anybody. I'm doing it for myself. I mean, and if you've been listening since episode one, I've been clearing my shit out, bro. People know shit about me more now than they've ever known. And I am trying my best to pull it all out of me and make myself right. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. What's the weight off your chest? 
It's a weight off your shoulders. It's yeah. getting it off your chest. And you have, it almost makes you feel lighter. Yeah. Like you can't hurt me. Uh, I think it's a Buddhist belief. Like you're, you're this orb of light. And all this little shit that clutters your life is like dirt on that light. And I feel like you're finally starting to take that broom and start clearing some yeah, of that dirt away. man. That's what I want to do, bro. That's what I want to do, man. I, I well, you're doing it. So I'm proud of I'm you trying. for doing that. Thank you. Um, again, I'm here to play devil's advocate. Um, I, again, I'm not shitting on anybody. I got you. I'm not shitting on anybody. But there has to be some agency on the female side of it. They have to realize that just because you, if you're giving them mixed signals, that's not consistency. That's yeah. not consistency at all. They also can't, if you laid it out on the line and said, hey, I'm seeing all these people. I don't want anything serious. If you're okay with being a number, then we can we can see if it moves past that point. Well, let me ask you this: Do you think, not not to cut off your thought, but do you think it's like more of like, you know, like if I'm talking to somebody or if I meet somebody, you think I should say uh, I'm more into like trying to meet somebody and see where it kind of goes, kind of thing? But you've but been kind of saying see, that. But yeah, yeah, I have been. But is <laughs> I mean, is that acceptable? Because I, I do get that too, you know, with a lot of people or a lot of women, you know, that I interact on, on, on dating apps and stuff like that. That's what they, you know, a lot of them say. They're like, well, um, I'm out here looking for a friend. If it goes anywhere more than that, that's cool kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm looking for a friend first and, you know, lover later or boyfriend later kind of thing, you know. Transparency. That's my, that's my um, advice. Be more transparent on what you want and what you are doing. If you're saying, yeah, I'm just trying to meet people and, you know, I'm not trying to get too serious. That's not the same as saying, hey, I'm talking to four different women right now. I don't know what I want. None of these women are of a, uh, none of these women are my girlfriends and none of them am I having a sexual relationship with. Mm -hmm. I'm just getting to know them. Now, you have to then set boundaries on those relationships. Like, I can't take it past, uh, you know, point Q out of Z, A through Z. I can't take it past letter Q with them because then it would be disrespecting the other females in there. Okay. It, at that point, it becomes shit or get off the pot. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you have to set these boundaries with these women let them know, hey, I'm talking to people. That doesn't mean I'm fucking them. Mm -hmm. I don't plan on fucking them. Mm -hmm. I don't plan on fucking you. <laughs> yeah, I got you. You know. Yeah, it, it, it's truth, though. That's where it's at. And it's that's the thing, too. Like, you know, I'm, I'm at the point of my age. I'm 44 years old. Yeah, sex is great. You know, blah, blah, blah. But that's not really... That's not really what I'm looking for. Like anybody can have sex. Anybody can do, you know, be intimate, that kind of thing. I'm at the point now where it's like, I want to see where your fucking head, where your head is at. 
You know what I'm saying? Like a mental thing. I want to, I want to, I want to know. I want to get to the guts, the real shit. Anybody can have sex. Anybody can fix sex, improve sex, and have better sex, and learn how to do this, and learn how to do that, and, you know, be intimate better, and all that kind of shit. I, to me, I don't care about that. It's, it's more of a mental thing for me now. You that know? kind of circles back to what I was talking about with the low-value women. Mm-hmm where they value things not on that level. You want somebody that values more than just sex. Mm -hmm. I feel that some of these women that you date use sex as the benchmark for how they can capture a man. They also have values. They don't value themselves as, as highly as they should. A lot of them are very, very down on themselves. So if they're very down on themselves and they're not happy with themselves, they're never going to be happy with you. Right. Because they I'd pretty much be a patch. Yeah. You would be, you would be pat, a patch for them just as yeah. they are going to be, be a, a patch, patch for me. For you. You're right. Right. That so it's sense. a codependent relationship. Yeah, yeah, codependent, right. And you don't want that. You want somebody that's independent. You want somebody that wants you, doesn't need you. Yeah, and I had that with the ex-girlfriend. That's what made me shoot. That's what made me, because you got to think, my ex-wife, you know, she was younger than me, and, you know, we went through our things that we went through, and she was a little bit younger than me, and then, you know, we, we built things up together, and the same thing with my ex-fiance. She was younger than me. She moved out of her parents' house. She got pregnant with, you know, my daughter, and, you know, I was the more, you know, stable in the beginning of, the, of both of those relationships, Yep. You know what I'm saying? And when I met this, you know, this girlfriend, she was independent. She had her own shit. She didn't need a man for anything. She was on her own taking care of her child. I loved it. But wasn't I loved she it. But also- it didn't work. It didn't work out, though. I was like, what the fuck? So this isn't working. And now I try this. This is something different. This is a different situation. And that's not working. Like, what the fuck? So <laughs> you let's, know? let's start off at the ex-girlfriend portion of it. I have my theories on why that didn't work out. Okay. One, I don't think she was as independent as you think she was. You yourself said that she... Yeah, I, I can agree with that. You to a said that point. she she took a lot, a lot of help from her father. Yeah. She, you even said something like, she said that her mom's her best friend or yeah. some shit like that. Yeah. To me, that's a red flag. Yeah. If you don't have real friends to the point where they... Family is family. Friends are friends. friends. Right. I'm your. I'm one of your best friends, I Absolutely. feel. But I don't Absolutely. think I'm going to take the place of a brother. Yeah, yeah, right. Or a father. Right. Like, I, that falls right. on a different level. Like I mean, they it depends have the where money. your family's at, but... You know what I mean. <laughs> you, you, In the you got typical brought, you, scenario. You know, yeah, like I got you. A typical sibling yeah. relationship. Yeah. But if you're like, oh, my mom's my best friend, that raises yeah, a lot of questions to me. Yeah. Like, are do you not have friends... And two, do females not like you? Right. That would be my next question. Like, okay, why is your mom your best friend? Is it because you just are so awesome that you guys just click together? Well, if you're supposed to click together, I mean, you have the same blood and you can have, and I know that not, not everybody's like this, but you still have a kinship with your family. There is that base commonality between you. Right. With friends, you have to be willing to hear their opinion. 
Right. And you got to be able to accept that. I mean, you got exactly. to take criticism. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. And there's I agree. Lot. I mean, you, you, I mean, you get into me about shit all the time. Oh, yeah, I lean into you. I, I, I lean into you hard. I lean into you as hard as I lean into Chris, as hard as I lean into some of my other friends. I'll, I'll lean into you if I call bullshit out. You probably more than anybody, because I feel that you may need it more than they do. Mm-hmm. Not that they don't mess up, but I also think that you're more receptive to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And that's not, that's actually a, a pro about you is you're willing to listen, adapt, and, and try to at least change. Change or take a look at it I or whatever. I don't feel right. that way about most of my friends. I yeah. feel like I'll say one thing and it goes in one year and then comes out I mean, the it's other. positive criticism, man. I mean, there's, it's, there's, it's constructive. Sometimes yeah, it's not constructive. constructive. Yeah, I got you. Um, there have been conversations I've had with the women that you were involved with mm-hmm. where they were like, I don't know what to do about Mike. He's not being, you know, this, that, and the other. And one of them in particular, I asked straight up, did Mike tell you that he didn't want a relationship when you and him started messing around? She said, yes. And I said, then why are you complaining about him Talking to other girls. Well, I just thought he would he would change and he would choose me. I'm like, so you went into this relationship based on a lie. You went into this relationship saying you were okay with the relationship the way it would be. But in actuality, you weren't okay with it and you wanted to change him. You are going into that relationship on a bad note already. And you're going into that relationship under false pretenses. Yeah, it was failing at the start. I got now, you. Now, that has nothing to do with you. No, I know. It has nothing to do with you other than the part you played in leading them on. Right. She actively chose to pursue you despite knowing she was not the only one. That's on her. Yeah. Again, there goes those low values again. I got you. I want a high, a high value woman would be like, I want a man... That wants me just as bad as I want him. I want a man that only looks at me and no other females. I want a man that knows what he wants and knows what he wants to do and is and has found himself. And no offense to you, you said it yourself. You are still searching oh, for who you are. Absolutely. No, I mean there's there's no offense at all. Yeah. No, so I agree. She can't ask you to be a high value man. If she has low values mm-hmm. and you haven't reached that point yet, yep. that's not fair to her and it's not fair to you either. Right. Yeah. So that was just my opinion. Like, I feel like sometimes the women in your life, they mm-hmm. come and talk to me and I'll tell them like it is. I'll tell it like it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like I'm getting into her shit for her shit. I get into your your shit about your shit. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like some of them come to me as almost a way to kind of like figure out your psyche and how they can better understand you. <laughs> what do they think you're like a fucking loophole or something? I'm guessing. <laughs> well, one of nah. them calls me Doctor John because uh, I'm, yeah. I'm very analytical with. Well, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, and I it's mean, not about being analytical. It's just yeah. knowing. And doing the fucking work. That, that's that got a little ring to it, though. Dr. John, I like that. Dr. John, my ass, man. That's cool. I, 
I, I, I don't even, I don't want to be a doctor. <laughs> but no, a lot of I'm it. I'm just kidding, bro. Just I know. I know. You. I know you are. You want to be a professional podcaster, right? That would be great. <laughs> that would because be great. I can talk up a fucking storm. I know. I'm I'm listening to you. I'm now, listening to everything you're saying. <laughs> getting back to the point. Yeah. These women don't want to put in the work. From what I have gathered from the information about what they've told me and what I've seen, they just want to bitch and complain. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what most women do, right? I th- <laughs> God damn. That's so fucking stereotypical. You're going to get us canceled, bro. No, I'm just kidding. I know. I'm kidding. Fu- I know you're fucking with me. It was a joke. I know. It's a joke. I think it's a lot easier to place your mistakes onto somebody else. Yeah. Because then you don't have to grow. It's always somebody else's fault. It's never your fault. There is no reason for you to grow as a person. Most people like that, they can't handle criticism. They don't want to hear criticism. And they think that the way that they are living is okay. Now, they say they may want... They'll make statements where where they'll say that they want to change or they are actively changing or they are working on themselves. And it's almost always a complete lie. For the two years that I worked on myself, how many times did you hear me say, I'm working on myself today? Yeah. How many, how many times did you hear me say that? Never. Never. <laughs> yeah. Never heard you say that. Okay. <laughs> how many times did I post on Facebook an inspirational quote about working on myself and say, hashtag working on myself, throwback to some stupid shit like that. Some stupid hashtag. How many times did you hear me or see me do that? I ain't never seen you do that, John. Okay. I ain't never seen you do that. Because I was already putting in the work. I was I putting you. on. I mean, some I people, putting on some a, people fucking... You know, they put their shit out there differently. I mean, we all do. I mean, social media outlets are known for that. That's what we do. We fucking, we, you know, we throw our shit on social media. That's what we do. We take memes and we just send them out there. And I'm, I'm guilty for that. I'm, I read memes every day. But you're also not putting them out there four or five times in a day well my try to be positive, the same man. situation like, yeah i got man you. ain't shit yeah I, I know what you're saying that type of i know just what you're saying low value behavior yeah but i mean most of that comes from me that's most of my fault why a lot of that stuff comes out <laughs> you know what i mean when you see that type they of shit, blame it on you you know what i'm they saying blame it on you and then they try to that's that was probably the most infuriating part about it because I confronted someone about that. Okay, I and didn't know they that. posted something that was obviously about you. Okay, and I'm like, why did you post this about Mike? Oh, I didn't post that about Mike. And I'm like, dude, just be fucking real. Yeah. Like, why do you play these passive aggressive games where I don't know what the fuck you're doing? Right. Because one, if you really wanted to be with Mike, you wouldn't do stupid shit like that. Right. Because he sees it and he knows what's up. Yeah. Like, if you have an argument about yams, and then you post a meme about, like, fuck anybody who doesn't like yams, and then I ask you, hey, what the fuck is that all about? And you'd be like, that wasn't about you. That was about yams. Like, (laughs) what the fuck, dude? Like, 
No, I'm not yeah, that yeah, fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, you I, know? I see what you're saying. I see what it, you're it's saying. It's almost insulting in the matter like, I know what the fuck you're doing, asshole. Mm-hmm. Stop doing it. Yeah. And you look at these, these posts, and it's okay if it's every once in a while. I'm not saying that you should yeah, never I, post yeah. about your feelings ever in yeah. any circumstances whatsoever. But when you're doing it habitually, mm-hmm. and you're making videos on Snapchat about how many shit, or you're posting shit like song lyrics, or you're posting whole music videos about how you feel, it almost looks like you're trying to get attention from everybody. Yeah. Like you're just trying to get attention at that point. You're not really trying to work on the issues. Mm-hmm. You just want someone to tell you that you're pretty. Yeah. And that you're fine and that you're okay. You're looking for that echo chamber that it's not your fault. It's the other person's fault. Well, guess what, sweetheart? It's both y'all motherfuckers fault. Mm-hmm. Like you're at fault, Mike, and yeah. she's at fault. Oh yeah, absolutely. I know it's my fault. And I know you're you're apologizing for your end of it. I am. I am. I really am. I'm, I really want, you know, just to say I'm sorry and that I'm doing my best to try to clean it up and make things right. And, you know, hopefully I don't, you know, lose people in, in the midst of that. I, I don't want to. You know Jordan, what I'm saying? Yeah. Jordan Peterson said it best. He said, clean your room. I think that's what he said. Like, clean your room. Basically, make sure your shit's in order. Yeah. Don't worry about anybody else's shit. Yeah. Worry about your shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Yeah, I, I've... I'm I'm trying, man. I mean, that's that's why this is all a process, you know? And I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, make amends and, and just apologize for any kind of hurt, any kind of... Anybody I drag through my shit, anybody, you know... Mixed signals, messages, you know, any of that kind of stuff. You know, I'm admitting, I'm admitting that, you know, I've brought you into my fucking wild circus world and, you know, dragged you around and fucked with your emotions and all that kind of stuff, you know. And, you know, I, I, I am truly sorry. And, you know, I hope, you know, everybody can forgive me. We can move on, you know, that kind of stuff, you know. But that's why I'm on here tonight, you know, just, you know, letting it out. You know, because, I mean, it really sat with me today. You know what I mean? Like, I really was sitting there thinking, and I was just, like, in my own world today just thinking about all this. That's all I've been thinking about all day. You know what I mean? And I had, you know, I had I had been speaking to, you know, several different women today, you know, some I was intimate with and, you know, some I wasn't. You know, we were kind of on that level, but it, you know, kind of fell off kind of thing. And, you know, I was just sitting there thinking, I was like, you know what? Today's the day, man. Today's the day to, to to clear this out. You know what I'm saying? And try to, you know, wipe the slate clean and just say, hey, look, you know, I'm I'm working on myself as best as I can. I'm trying to create a new me, you know, mentally, absolutely. Like, you know, not trying to drag anybody through anymore. And I don't want to do that anymore. And, you know, and I apologize. And that's, you know, that's what I talked to you about before. You know what I'm saying? Earlier today when we were having dinner so but i just wanted to apologize you know and i hope everybody forgives me i'm sure they will or they will eventually um for me actions speak louder than words but i see you taking action already so Mm -hmm. it's not like these words are coming from an empty place you are doing 
what you need to do to fix whatever is going on in your mind and your heart and your body. And you're trying to actively make amends for it. And that's one of the biggest steps was acknowledging that you didn't do everything correctly. Yeah. And just like I acknowledged the things that I didn't do correctly to you for three days uh, when my breakup happened. And I think I was on the opposite end of you, where I thought everything was my fault. Mm-hmm. But at least now you are acknowledging that you are at fault for the things that you are doing. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty cool that you did that. And I think Appreciate that, it, buddy. I think that anybody that was involved with you romantically, uh, they don't have to forgive you. Yeah, they don't. They don't have to forgive they you. That, that's not a... Um, a requirement. Right. But I also think that you, they have to admit what they did. Yeah. Because you can't be meeting them halfway and saying, hey, this is all the shit that I did. And them not taking responsibility for their own actions. Because then they're just acting like a victim. They're not acting like they were part of the problem. True. Yeah. That's just my opinion. No, I agree. I mean, it, it takes two, bro. We all know that, you know? Exactly. So... All right. Well, again, I appreciate everybody listening to our podcast. We are going to be trying to get up all the social media outlets here soon. If I can somehow figure out how to get this podcast on Apple, that would be phenomenal. But if anybody knows, reason, shoot us a text yes, or shoot us on face, text Facebook or something. We're trying to figure out the iTunes. Because I created thing. an Apple account and then I created an Apple account that says now I need an iTunes account. I'm like, but isn't that an Apple account? So wow. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm sure I'll figure it out and I'll be like, oh, I'm a dumb shit. But okay. I thank everybody for listening. Again, this has been the Spotlight Effect. I'm John. This is Mike. And we'll talk to you later. Have a good one. Have a good night.